Pit Digging Dexter Podcast with Victor. And uh, Marissa. Mikhail. I'm Marissa Mikhail. And I am Victor Miguel. And today we are here to discuss Season 3 of Dexter, Episode 3, titled The Lion Sleeps Tonight. This season has felt super long. Yeah. And we're only in Episode 3. I wonder what have to do... I mean... I wonder. It has to do with our personal lives. Yeah. But do you remember how long... Because we watched the first four episodes. You know how long ago that was? Like, it feels so long ago. I was thinking, um, and this is completely our fault, nothing about, like, the way that we're doing the podcast, I guess, but the first four episodes were so great to binge. (laughs) And now, like, when we were going to do this and we were about to take notes to watch the episode, I, like, forgot. I was like, what's even going on this season? Yeah. Like, and that was, that's, like, totally our fault, which I've been meaning to talk to you about, but I figured we should just talk about it on air. Let's do it. That we need to just get better with, like, binging and watching. Because we're not used to this either. We're not used to, like, binging a little and then recording. Like, we're bin- we binged and then we're still recording once a week like we did before. And, and if you remember, we, it's kind of not working. If you add a week to it where we just forgot, we yeah. didn't forget. We just we got all caught up in like life. So it's like you add a week to that. You know how long like a week is. You know, yeah. One of these ep- one of these weeks we're gonna do two episodes to yeah. catch up. Um, just it feels so long since we started. Yeah, like, definitely. You know? Um, few little shout outs to some people. Uh, we have a friend Brad in Michigan. He always tweets at us once we uh, release an episode. And because I didn't put on Twitter that we were going to be a week late with an episode, he was like, "I, I thought you guys quit." <gasps> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, you know, uh, yeah. We were talking about it, it's like better to release an episode early than late, you know. Um, our friend on Twitter, Zach. Last episode, we were talking about how like how bad the Miami Metro Police Department is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like if they ever had like Yelp reviews. Yeah. So Zach looked up the Miami-Dade Police Department no. Yelp reviews and it's so odd all right, slash random that he sent us this is because Colton randomly also sent me. I wonder if he sent it to me because we were talking about it. But from the Miami-Dade, if you go on Twitter, oh, I'm sorry, Google, um, you want to hear some Miami-Dade yeah. Google reviews? I lose my wallet with money, driver's license, credit cards inside. Next one. The people here took one hour just for a background check. Oh, my God. Six employees, and I've waited 45 minutes for absolutely no reason. To serve and protect. (laughs) The front desk treats everyone like a dog. Came in for a police report and was promptly addressed. You know what, though? I hate Yelp reviews. I feel like all of these people are just miserable. You know, like just I mean, it get take, over it, takes, it. It takes a certain kind of someone to like. I, 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 for my job, I have to go inside of a bank to make my salon deposits, and every single time I'm in the bank, the people online become irate, and like. I'm on the clock. I'm working. So yeah. I don't care. You know, yeah. I'm on my phone. I'm like still waking up. But people become so insane right. if they have to wait five minutes for something. Yeah. Then I just can't deal with people. Well, we're in the age where it's like, I mean, we're doing wedding stuff, right? And like anytime we think of something, it's like, what's the reviews? Yeah. It's just, you know, and how rare I feel like it's super rare 
if you get good, something happened, or if it's just an exchange. If you go into the store, you buy something, you pay for it, and you walk out, you like you're never, you're never like, oh, that was that was pleasant. Let me go write a review, right? Unless someone like you know you get an extra something that you buy, or the person charges you too much, and you yeah. pay too, like you know there's no like if if just a, a normal interaction happened, you exchange money, gives you the whatever and that's it like you're not gonna be like oh my god you know no it's just but the internet is like flooded with um bad stuff i wanted to keep going it ruined my joke but that's my fault um other reviews so just imagine you're just reading all these pretty standard with any government service you people should be ashamed of yourselves it wasn't the crusty crab oh my god <laughs> um and then colton had sent us one and this was translated but i'll read the original first no bueno por caca. Wow. You know what that means? No. Here you go. The, ba- the bathroom is bad? Not good for poop. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then someone just put gave it a one star. Um, where Rita is in her pregnancy, baby is as big as a cherry. Interesting. That's also from our friend Zach. Nice. Well, um, I think we could get into the episode. Let's get into it. <laughs> Do you recognize the title? The Lion Sleeps Tonight. From? The Lion King. There you go. You want to sing it? Nope. What do you mean? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Our episode starts out, and I believe this is where I told you. Totally nope. Wrong. This is where I told you. They're at a grocery store, and it's not a Publix. Therefore, clearly, it was not filmed in Florida. Publix is the king of all kings. <laughs> The best thing Florida has to offer. Okay. Publix is the end all be all. Well, I'll say this. I think uh, it's evident by now that the show is not shot in Miami. I mean, despite what we talk about, um, I think there are some pretty noticeable signs that it's not Miami. Um, But yes, it is this would have been Publix. Definitely. 100%, you know, and it's funny to think that... uh, Publix is almost like Beyonce, (laughs) where you just have to be, you just have to be really extra about how amazing it is. And it's like, well, maybe we could go to Fred. And it's like, what? What are you talking about? Like, literally, Publix is Beyonce. That's the only way to describe it. Um, Okay. Uh, Sure. Um, I just, I'm with you. Uh, you could tell the difference between a regular supermarket and Publix. Uh, I wonder how, how many people that listen to us even know Publix. If you don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Uh, I, want, I wonder what the biggest supermarket chain is in America. Publix. And it's definitely not. It's, that's the only one you need to know about. Well, okay. You're uh, new at this Florida thing. You're, it's only still I'm been not, a few years. I'm not, I show you around town. It's only been a few years. I show You'll you, get there. Dexter alphabetizes his grocery list. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me stop. Let me recap. In this episode, we find that there's somewhat of a pedophile chasing, not chasing. Lurking. Lurking around Aster and Cody and the Miguel slash Freebo stuff gets a little bit more intense. And what else? I forgot to do recaps for every episode. Yeah, we do it like yeah, every, every time episode. I'm public still, but. Um, Dexter alphabetizes his grocery list yeah now i know you don't we don't really have a list no we kind of just like what do we need from the store yeah 
But knowing Dexter, no shot he alphabetizes his list. Why? It's so inefficient. Maybe, but he's also super neat. Right, but that, I feel like he would like go aisle by aisle. Maybe, but how, who knows the aisles? Like who memorizes the aisles? Dexter. You think so? <laughs> I think so. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think he has it like written down. I think he just knows just from like yeah. going there so Well, much. he knew Cheerios pretty pretty spot on. Aisle three, yeah. other side of the store. So maybe you're right. Uh, this episode, the idea of this being a jungle, you know, and we see like this guy, Nathan, is sort of talking to mm-hmm. Aster and Dexter's spidey sensitive senses yeah. of such uh, turn up. We've been watching way too many Law and Order episodes. What? This is how like an episode starts, no? Yeah. And like he's totally the pedophile the entire episode. Yeah. And at the end, it's yeah. like actually like Cody sending yeah. Aster. Like, I also <laughs> just started watching Law and Order for the first time. Maybe oh we'll, maybe that'll be another podcast later in life. <laughs> no, it will But um, it's, it's, been, it's been a wild ride. The thing that I thought was pretty cool about this episode is you kind of see Dexter's evolution of like wanting to become a father. Okay, go on. Like, in the beginning, I felt as if, you know, he's still unsure, uncertain about what he wants to do. He doesn't know for sure if he even wants to be in the child's life. He's, you know, he's not really sure what road to take. And then by the end of the episode, he's saying, you know, no one messes with my children and these are my kids. And, you know, speaking of Aster and and Cody, um, and then obviously at the end when he puts his hand on Rita's belly, you know. So I thought that was kind of cool, like seeing him just like evolve in such a short period of time being just that one episode. Mm -hmm. Um into being so uncertain to almost like that realization of like, I'm already a father. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it totally lends to the, this episode where it's like, you know, like Dexter's the lion, Reed is the lioness. And like mm-hmm. the two of them are his cubs and pregnant cub and all that. Um, it's funny you say that. Cause like, I, I feel like now totally just thinking this on air. Um, this is the one episode where he totally pro- how do I say this he progresses so much in this one episode versus yeah. others like yeah. even like season long or a few episode um, block right you know when he tells Deb that he's expecting a roly poly shit machine he doesn't even know if he wants to be involved in the kid's life sure and then it's funny at the end he's like well I guess I'm gonna be a father yeah <laughs> like, yeah um so Miguel is trying to end the Freebo investigation. As we saw last episode, Dexter killed Freebo. And, uh, um, you know, we'll talk about that. Um, and he's also trying super hard to be Dexter's friend. Yeah. Um, and as Deb walks in with a new Skinner, skinned victim, we had previously thought it was Freebo who killed Tegan. But now we know, now we see as Javier, we know it's not Freebo because obviously Freebo's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Masuka mentions like maybe the killer's eating the skin. Yeah. That is, and I believe I've told you this before, that is a Dexter book. Oh. One episode, uh, Dexter is delicious. It's all about like cannibals and stuff. Gross. Oh, you mentioned yeah, that yeah, there was yeah. a book about cannibals, but yeah. I didn't, yeah. Where, anything on Miguel trying to end the investigation for Dexter? Like, uh, clearly no. like lending a hand yeah not really i mean i feel like coming from miguel's point of view not knowing anything about dexter it definitely seems like that would be the ideal route to take sure um so you know i could see where miguel would want to go with that and like to me i was like yeah man that makes sense like you know yeah but um at the same time i i understand where dexter is coming from too yeah you know uh so we see Javier from our last episode, Skinned in the Park, and I have it paused here 
You remember that? Yeah. So this is Shoreline Village. This is where, and again, it's so funny how much of this episode is shot literally right here. Uh, and we were we walked all around here. We have pictures all around here. Yep. I'm, I'm going to upload them this week. Um, and the bridge is like over there. Mm-hmm. We have it like, you know, started. Um, yeah, this is the same thing where, where the Ramon thing is. And we'll, we'll talk about it. So Dexter bring, uh, breaks to Rita. Dexter tells Deb that Rita is pregnant. Yeah. And you already spoiled the uh, surprise of what Deb calls Is the that baby. why you didn't laugh? Uh, no. <laughs> um, Deb's reaction to Dexter. The roly poly shit machine? Yeah. What do you think about Deb's reaction? Um, I, I thought it was cute. I mean, I think that that's kind of how any sibling reacts to yeah. finding, you know, that they're going to have a new family member. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Dexter's reaction is a little strange. You know, you don't really think that that's how your sibling would be telling you, sure. hey, I'm pregnant by, yeah. you know, well, I have some shit going on at home. <laughs> like, you know, it's like the Dexter's reaction wasn't exactly, um, right. you know, the, the, the norm, I feel like. But uh, no, Deb's reaction was cute. Yeah. Uh, as one of the people who are interviewed on the scene, George King, we were talking about how cool his shoes were. Do you remember this? Oh, the tree climbing shoes? Yeah. Yeah. Those are real, right? I mean... I don't know. I hope they <laughs> it are. It just seems like you could like Spider-Man up anything. Yeah. You know? But also in California, they had the super, super, super tall palm trees, right. which we don't have here. Right. So I could see that in a state that has the trees that tall, they would right. have to have something. Yeah. Good point. Uh, Miguel invites Dexter to Viernes Cultural. Whoa. Do you know where that is? No. Oh, so you never been? No. Um, have you ever been to Cayocho? No. We've had conversations so many times. And it's funny because I'm new to this Florida thing. But I've already you been to... You are new to this Florida thing. I've been to Cayocho plenty of times. You're also Hispanic. I'm new to this Hispanic thing. <laughs> uh, we have to go to Cayocho. Yes. Um, I've never been either. But it's like what do you a, mean? What? To Cayocho? No, to this oh. Viernes Cultural thing. Oh, this I is real. Like, You've been making fun of me this whole time and you've never been? Okay. No, this thing is real. It's like a big, like, I don't want to say Cuban fest, but it's, you Let's know. Let's go. Good food. Uh, yes. Um, it's cool how they match it. They mask it slash match, um, match it, you know. Um, Dexter and Reed are talking about the doctor's and visit. Sorry. Dexter and Reed are talking about the doctor's visit about the baby. And, you know, Dexter has no family, mm-hmm. you know, so he has to get this MRI scan yeah. or whatever. Um, back to the family thing. Like, <laughs> uh, spoiler, how do I do this? I guess uh, speaking a little bit from the funeral home part, when people come in, like, let's say Dexter. Well, see, eliminate Deb from the situation. Okay. You know, like people who really have no family. It's only odd because I've dealt with this somewhat recently. And it's like, could you imagine, like Dexter, I mean, he does know who his father and whatever was, but like people who don't know, yeah. who are adopted and just whatever, it's yeah. like, shit. Uh, we'll talk about the MRI thing when we get back. Sorry, I'm all over my notes here. Um, we meet Ramon versus Dexter. And if you could recall the scene where Ramon's just like staring at Dexter when mm-hmm. they meet, you know, yeah. Um, 
And just the whole thing is, see, this is a problem with watching the episodes. It's next episode where he's trying to convince Ramon, right? It's not this episode. No, it's not this right? episode. Um, so like when Miguel and Dexter are talking, it's like, it's just a crazy thought slash idea premise that Miguel knows Dexter killed someone. Yeah. You know? And like, he's not disturbed by it. No. He's actually thanking him. Yeah. Like he's totally, it's like, he was almost like an angel for Miguel. Yeah, he's an angel to yeah. Miguel, the, the fact that he killed, you know? And it's interesting, too, that, um, you know, Miguel finds out that Rita's pregnant from Syl, which sure. isn't that crazy to find out. But then the conversation kind of goes of like, so you're going to be a father. And it's right. like, wait, are they friends now? Like, how, what yeah. just happened? Like, yeah. how did that How did that conversation just blur lines there? You know what I mean? And you could tell that dexter's almost wanting to open up a little bit or wanting to talk about it but also feeling uncomfortable as just like what is like you know he doesn't know what's going on either i mean we kind of talked about a last episode where sill and rita are just talking about their pregnancy and she's talking about they're trying for kids like yeah trying for kids a super private yeah. thing right i yeah. would assume i would assume yeah um but again television and everything and just the idea it's just funny um Oh, we'll talk about it in a little bit. I love Miguel this episode. I love I love Jimmy Smith. Same. He's so animated. Yeah. And like Dexter is just like a block. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just think when he's like Dexter, the Freebo come back from the dead. Like you know, I yeah, just love. Yeah. Like I want to hang out with Jimmy yeah. Smith or Miguel, the Miguel character. Right. You know, um, probably both are cool. Who? Like Miguel and Jimmy, and Jimmy Smith. Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just I love this whole I really like Jimmy Smith. <laughs> Look at him on screen. Cool glasses. So cool. I wonder what time and maybe our friend Zach will have to tell us because look what Syl and Rita are wearing. Yeah. Miguel's in a suit. Yeah. Now this could be like November slash December. Right. Or February, March. But I wear a suit at work. Hot as balls. Miguel was just shown there wearing a suit and he shows up to Dexter's in a suit. Yeah. Uh, Zach will be able to give us a timeline of where we are. But also we... with his job. Yeah, but you could wear a shirt. No, I know, but I don't know. Marissa. Okay. Go outside today, wear a suit. Okay, Victor. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm with you. I understand. He has a, a certain image to yeah. upheld, uphold. And especially now, maybe even more so being in the light with his brother passing, like all of that being murdered rather, you know. I, 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 and I'm with you, right? Look, his tie's a little... Oh, there he goes. There There's go, the jacket. I'm with you on the image thing. What I'm saying is between May and October, there is no shot in hell you... I, I mean, I do it. I go to the cemetery in a suit and I am dripping, you know? Um, see, this is where, how he is when he has the jacket off is a lot more yeah. presentable, you know? And, and whatever. Maybe he wears it for just a tiny bit. Follow the code. <laughs> okay. Uh, so later, we see while Dexter is doing some intel on Nathan, the pedophile, uh, Miguel shows up at his door. Uh, again, I'm just repeating myself here. I love Dexter and Miguel having drinks outside of his apartment. And just in that scene, how animated Miguel is. Just yes. all, all talking about their fathers and everything. And Dexter is just, you know, like a blank slate or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but we see the relation here, correct? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> I was looking at you to give me a little bit more than yes. Um, 
Can you repeat the question? <laughs> I'm just glad you admitted it instead of making me go ahead. Um, Miguel and Dexter, they're what they kind of bond over here. Yeah. <laughs> over drinks. Oh, yeah. So over their father. Yeah. Can you talk about them bonding over the father? Yeah. Well, they both open up about it. Dexter says that his father was, was disgusted by him. Right. And they both have more similarities than they kind of originally thought, or maybe that Dexter originally thought. Okay. <laughs> no? I mean, yes. Um, the idea where Dexter doesn't know why Miguel is being so close, so friendly, and we still kind of don't know yeah. what Miguel is up to. When Miguel start, they're talking about a lot of stuff, and then once Miguel starts to mention how his father thought he was a failure... You know, if Dexter was a dog, his ears would like perk up mm-hmm. of how you could see the shift. Yeah. That's immediately where Dexter is like, oh shit, this is, this could be a friend. I don't know if I want a friend, but look at someone else have daddy issues yeah. just like I have. But did Dexter really have daddy issues with Harry while they were, while he was alive? Well. Because in my opinion, if, if he's having these kind of issues with Harry, maybe as Harry passed, would that still be like daddy issues? Because like I don't think Harry thought of Dexter as a failure. So yeah. I didn't I didn't link that together. I mean, it, it, it's not really about linking it. I mean, we've just went through an entire season two where Dexter realized his kind of his whole code and everything was a lie, and he found out his father slept with his his, his stepfather slept right. with his mother and. You know, he committed suicide because he created Dexter. Okay. I mean, it's 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 not like it's. I mean, that's when Dexter says, "Like, be everything your father made you out to be," and look what Harry created Dexter exactly the way Harry wanted. And as soon as he saw what he created, he killed himself. Okay. No, I'm I'm just saying, like, it's not like it's. You know, um, I I guess to 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 speak on your point, I don't think Dexter really had issues with him when he was alive. I guess my point would be, and then we'll change to we'll go on, but I guess my point would be if I had a f- wonderful relationship with my father and then he passed and I found out some things that maybe were not so good or whatever, not so favorable, I don't know if me personally would be like zoning in on that or if I would just like have the thoughts of when my father was alive. I, I get what you're saying, but yeah. like even like the way this season starts out, where Deb's like, "We got to go to the bar, we got to go for Harry," and Dexter's like, "I'm just in a different place with yeah. him." Um, it, it's and, and I understand what you're saying about personally, but like last season sort of ended with like, "Oh shit, everything's been a lie." Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, I mean, we, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from too, but I guess for me, it wasn't such a clear or distinct link because I, I get that. Dexter has issues with Harry and things that Harry's done and things that whatever, but I wouldn't consider Dexter to have daddy issues. And I don't know if I'm just, I don't know if I'm just contradicting myself or what, but, um, I mean, Dexter very clearly has daddy. No, I know. That's what I mean. Like he sees ghost Harry. No, I know. I know that I, I agree that he has daddy issues, but I don't know. I'm talking in circles now. We just move on. (laughs) Uh, Um, I love how amateur Miguel is in his thinking about this Freebo thing and Dexter's like always like two steps ahead because mm-hmm. he's like oh just just show me show me where he is and Dexter's like fine you want to see where he is fine and obviously Dexter can't yeah. you know um, 
Uh, this scene is so important to come back to later in the season. Uh, I just want to touch on a little bit. I'm sorry, I'm going back a little bit. All the stuff Miguel says about his father. Um, you know, because there's the whole thing with him, Oscar, and... and um, Oscar. R- o- Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> um, th- this is a pretty important thing later in the season that we'll, we'll come back here. Uh, and if you remember the last time someone else showed up with drinks, it was Brian. Oh, snap. Just saying. Um, Some craft beer? <laughs> um, so, Miguel wants to, you know, see the body so he can ease off Ramon and call off everything. Um, Dexter convinces Miguel he brought him to the cemetery. The idea is where he put the body under and then they lowered, you know, a body that day at the cemetery. Right. 1000% unlikely. Yeah. They built they bury they I'm sorry god. They excavate, they dig up mm-hmm. the holes in the morning and then a vault goes in. Like the casket never goes in the ground by yeah. itself. It goes into a vault, which is almost like another bigger size casket to prevent from shifting and whatnot. Um and it uh this happened in Breaking Bad. Try digging a hole. <laughs> Do you yeah. know how much work that yeah. is, you know? Um, but like, think about how smart Dexter is to like, it's like Miguel there and well, it's like, it's like one thing. It's like, Hey, how do I hide a body now? How do I hide a body that I can convince Miguel to not want to go see? Yeah. Like he's lying about lying about lying, you know, um, to stay here. Uh, we see the result of this Chicky Hines case, which we're all, we're still a little cloudy about. Yeah. Um, and to recap, Miguel never used the info that exonerated Chicky Hines, and we meet a new another character here, Ellen Wolf, which you see here for like two seconds. Yeah, she'll show up later in the season, um, also from Six Feet Under. And she says about Miguel Prado, he's probably going to strip down to his American flag underwear mm. and a crime fighting drink. And I think when we were watching it, wasn't I literally wearing probably. my my uh, yeah. USA flag boxers? Yeah. I thought it was funny. Anything on this Chicky Hines thing or? No, I mean, we talked about it last episode how, um, you know, I, I obviously didn't know that we don't even like, that it doesn't really go any further than that. Right. You know? So, I mean, I guess it's shitty that Miguel didn't look further into the person, cl- you know, kind of claiming he wasn't there, he wasn't involved because like we kind of like Miguel thus far. So that's kind of like a shitty thing. But I think that that just happens all the time. Uh, let me interrupt you. Do you think he purposely didn't look into it or you think he, I think it was like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little too busy now. And then whoops, the court date came and you know what I mean? I think that probably as a lot of people do, you just probably become jaded, you know? And if this other, if he's fitting everything, why do you want to even question it? Yeah. You know, ignorance is bliss. So why, you know, why even question that it could be something else? Maybe if he was younger or newer to the job, like fresh on, you know, wanting to really, you know, defend and, you know, take care of the law. But yeah, but I think that unfortunately, I'm I'm assuming that that's kind of like just kind of what happens. Yeah. You know, Um, I'm not sure if I get to this later in my notes. I'll talk about it now only because. Well, no, I, I know for sure it's later in my notes. Break! And 
now Deb's thoughts on babies. Rita's pregnant. You're lying. I'm not lying. A baby? A motherfucking rolling poly chubby cheek shit machine? Are you kidding me? Well, I've never heard it described in quite those words before, but yeah. That's so great. <laughs> Two things, go ahead. So, one of them is we received a little constructive criticism Mm -hmm. on the volume of my voice. Wait, how did you see this? Because you sent it to me. Oh, that's right. (laughs) And I would like to just apologize and give a a slight PSA that I, unfortunately, I have no control over the volume of my voice. I don't know... How loud I am being. It's unfortunately genetic. And I do apologize. I'm working on it though. Work in progress. Well, it's funny you say that because I was going to leave it alone. But now that you bring it up and we're here, good. First of all, that is our friend Paul in New Jersey. Paul. Oh, and- oh. Paul. <laughs> and he actually said he wishes our wedding was down there so he could DJ it. <laughs> So, DJ Polly D. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure that's disrespectful, but what I was going to say first of all, you can control it. I can't. See? Look what you did right there. You didn't yell it, you just said I can't. I don't but I don't think I'm yelling. If I had a video camera, or even if I saved it all the times we do sound check, I told Paul I told Paul like it happens. I thought I corrected it because I do I do some post editing stuff, and if anyone else has this complaint, let me know because then Excuse I'm just gonna me? hold on. Excuse me. Let me get through this. If anyone else has the same complaint, or even if my or your voice, her voice is off, let me know. The reason for that is there's two reasons for it. One, and it happens. I do the same thing. You go up and down while talking, like you're t- the way I'm talking about right now is versus. Maybe I talk a little lower or maybe I talk a little higher when we're talking like we're conversing on something. Secondly, you purposefully, and you've done this since we've done six feet under. When I ask mic check and I say you purposely, after waiting 10 seconds because you don't know what to say, you talk like this. I don't believe it. You don't have to. I'm not asking you to. It, your, your sound check, you're purposely low. So let's bring up. Here, hold on. Here, oh. Here's what you can control. You can control your voice when we do sound check. I, much like we're soon to be married, I've learned to live with the idea you always are going to purposely talk low during mic check versus when we record like this. Third point. Yes, I cut you off sometimes. Sometimes? Because. Who said that one? Uh, I don't have her name. I believe oh. her name is Laura. Mm. Is, is her name Laura? Do I you know, know it? No, you didn't tell me. You didn't send it to me. <laughs> well, I wasn't talking about talking with her as much as I was talking with Paul. Uh, we're so inside the podcast right now. I've gotten uh, accused of cutting Marissa off, and I, I keep ex- writing in, ladies. I explained to her that we actually have a joke between you and me about landing the plane. I've never heard this. before. You've never heard it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, 
some of that comes from that. I tend to carry on about simple stories. Right. And we have a joke which land the plane. Sometimes I cut you off too soon. A lot of times I interrupt you and I understand why it's disrupt disru- distracting. Um but sometimes we try to keep the podcast under an hour. I know when we're talking normally I just let you go. That's why you think I don't listen to you, but then it's like, "Oh, wow, look at that. Everything but the bagel, Trader Joe's." Hey, yeah. Right? We're on a podcast and I know you're about to circle around the airport again. I go, "Uh, oh, and I go right there." I don't know if that's necessarily true. So, to but move, there we go. But final part, um, let's do some Deb and Anton. Let's let's do it. Oh, let's do that. a little swinging. Look, look, look how low you just got there. I didn't. So we see obviously Javier is dead from speaking to Deborah. Um, well, it's not obvious, right? Yeah. Deb meets up with Anton at a restaurant. They head right into the bathroom. Anton's a smartass. Lights up a joint. Deb arrest him. Any thoughts so far? I mean, it's a bit much. On who? On Deb. Um, but what do you do when a police officer says don't like that? Yeah, but at the same time, she's literally stalking him and followed him in the bathroom. Like, he did nothing, in my opinion, he did nothing disrespectful up until that point of lighting the blunt or whatever. Joint. But joint not or co- whatever. Not, co- not cool enough. Okay. But... um, Smoked the pot. But even that, like, like, you know, I mean, think of what she did. Like, she's getting like, and this is kind of what Deb does is she gets a little bit too involved with her work and I feel like this is her kind of becoming like obsessed with this Tegan and and Freebo thing and the CI I have to find out what I you know that she's like just going too much in my opinion she's just doing a little too much which brings me to my question and I don't know if we've discussed this already but do you think Anton and Deb end up in the bone zone? So we did discuss that. Okay. And the only discussion that we had was that question. <laughs> I said yes. Right. And you kind of laughed, making me think that I was right. I still don't know if they did or not, though. So right. no spoilers. But it's sad. And then we had this conversation, and this is off topic, but I'm still going. Oh. It's sad that Deb is one of the leading stars in this series and the only thing like we know about her like personally is like the dudes she dates (laughs) you know and that just kind of sucks and i don't know if it's like you know this this show was before the the whole feminine revolution but you know it's just it's just different it's just weird that all we know about deb is like who she's having sex with um what do we know about deb nothing she curses that's it she likes to run. And a horrible dresser. Hor- horrible dresser. Dresses like a boy. And that's it. Um, I'm with you. And I, I think we had that conversation on air where it's like, wow, way, way to like cheapen Deborah yeah, as totally. a woman. Because she's such a big character. Like, Sure, sure. Uh, they resolve this in seasons later. Um, but yeah, I mean, all, all she's here on for screen, there's actually, you know what? I think I could finally show you it now. There's a funny Dexter parody where it's just like Miguel, I'm sorry, Dexter, Deborah, Miguel. Uh, fuck, I keep saying that. Batista. And Batista, like the fake Batista shows up on screen and he's just talking like this. And then Deb like looks at Dexter like, what the fuck, fucking Dex? Fuck. <laughs> like, you know, it's just, it's like a parody on just like what these like yeah. shell of these characters are. Um, 
Yeah, uh, I guess those questions I asked so far, I'll leave it. I just, I forgot we had talked about it. It's been so long. Um, so Quinn approaches Deb regarding locking up Anton. Batista lets him go. Um, no, we talked about whether the, the CI. Uh, I'm going to pause this because this is, will be fun to get back to. The song Anton sings for Deb. Yeah. You want to sing it? We're going to play it at a wedding, I thought. Right. I mean, literally play it. Yeah. You were going to sing I was going to be yeah, on guitar. Yeah, Bongos. Oh. Oh. We'll figure it out. Do you know the name of the song? No. If I sing it, will you... Will you uh... I don't know if I remember. Sure. I know, but I'll sing it, but you have to do like the hook. You have to do it back. Okay. Puta, mala, flaca. I don't know. Oh, my... You just have to repeat that. No. God, you're really bringing this podcast down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. But... <laughs> somewhat answering my own question here this is how you get in deb's pants right how you fucking curse right back at her i guess like you just have to be just as much of a guy as she is back to you know i guess i mean it worked right i mean she, when she finds out what the song is she's like right like nice one right she kind of like likes it a little bit okay no you don't think so I mean, sure. I don't know if it takes much to get in Deb's pants. I, I don't mean to say that. I don't mean to say that rude. But I mean, like, I don't think. I don't think it takes much to get in her pants, really. Well, you got to be connected to a case in some way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> everyone else, everyone else, Brad Pitt would never, never. Even if Brad Pitt was begging for Deb, if she, if he's not in a case, no shot. Um. You know, Brian ended up being being the case. Yeah, Lundy, and now um, you know. Although, although we did see that guy that turns out she was being cheated on. Gabe, you know. Oh, yeah, I was talking about the guy. Remember the first beginning oh, of the yeah, episode, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, sure. Um, I don't think they mentioned Shield once this episode. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so Dexter gets an MRI for the purposes of sort of learning. What his well? Let me ask you. What's the purpose of this MRI when I don't they're doing this brain scan? Oh, you don't know either. No. Uh, someone will probably let us know. I wonder. Like, I, I he does the whole body thing, which I imagine has to cost so oh, much yeah. money. I feel like with the adoption agencies, they really should do like some sort of like basic background info on your parents if they know. You know what I mean? Like, there should be some sort of like, oh, you have a you know genetic dis you know disposition for this or you know whatever. There should be something. Cause it, it probably is awful not knowing what you're like genetically, you know. I'm with you. And yes. And uh, can you remind me about the documentary? Okay. Let me just say one more thing. Um, remember Harry adopted Dexter. Yeah. Almost under the table. Yeah. So I imagine all that shit. Well, that's true. I guess. But I imagine like normally if anyone yeah. out there is adopted, I'm sure like you do, yeah. your parents have that stuff. A uh, little bit off topic and we could speak a little bit. Um, little give a little review here. A dig in review. Two two documentaries. I don't know if we talked about one. Tickled. Would you recommend it? Um. Yeah. Just if you're bored. <laughs> that's a recommend. That's a. That's a. Yeah. yeah. That's all I'm looking for. Um. Tickled is just. Uh. How do I give it while it's giving? Worth a watch. Yeah, it's worth a watch if you're bored. Um. There's a world of tickling out there, and then you find out there's a lot more under the covers. Second documentary that we watched: Three Identical Strangers. Which has to do with this kind of ado- adoption sure. background. Yeah. And this is not a spoiler, but again, it's another thing where there's a lot more under the surface. Uh, three identical twins end up finding each other. 
20 years after their birth and then the documentary sort of goes from there that was uh, definitely cool and it definitely made you think you would recommend that yeah what uh what level of recommend like you're not that bored or you're making a, is it an appointment viewing no like if you got something to do this week do it like if do, you have like, something to do like watch it within the week watch it so my next like, week don't go out and watch it tonight right but watch it god i'm so sorry people for this episode <laughs> Just watch it. <laughs> Trying to make some maybe content. I don't, maybe here. I don't recommend it. So you still want to get married to me? No. We see Ghost Harry again. <laughs> you said no. What? Ghost Harry. We see Ghost Harry again. Um, and like I said, it's sort of a game changer for the series. Um, I feel like it's just more of a reminder. Oh, not pausing it. Uh, more of a reminder of them trying to make up for Dokes. Like you know how many how many characters we get splattered with this season. Mm-hmm. Um. Dexter has to be worried. No. Uh, it's so funny because I had this in my notes right here. Uh, it's the whole hereditary nature versus nurture thing. Yeah. Like Dexter wasn't a ser- prone to be a serial killer at age two. He saw the violence and right. the idea of whether or not that like was installed in in him. Um, like, do you think he passes any of this on to little baby Morgan? I don't know because it's weird that Brian... You know, had it too, but also at the same time, he was, you know, involved with watching the same violence. You know what I mean? But um, with Dexter's mother and biological father, we don't know so much about them as in background, but we know that Dexter's mom, like, gets herself in some trouble. And, you know, um, I don't know. If this makes sense to ask, and I feel like I know the answer does with your best guess or percentage does dexter and brian end up to be serial killers if they do not witness their mother murdered in blood i don't know percentage yes no like closer i don't know na yeah i mean i, I would say no i mean they they, they seem to have pretty pretty normal i mean because then like they how could you tell though i mean they they were they uh, how agree- old were they when right, they but, you know but that's what i'm saying like i would you like, were they destined to be serial killers regardless? We don't know. Uh, I know, I know, but I mean, that's the whole point of, of, of what we're t- like talking about. Like, I don't think they would have been grown up. I think they were solely became serial killers. I mean, it's kind of like the basis of what Dexter is. The reason why he's so obsessed with blood and everything is because he saw his own mother get chopped up. It's why he is the way. He, I mean, it's like one of the first things they say in this, in the, in the, the, mm-hmm. the pilot, whatever. Um, I wonder where the whole thing is where Brian was like, I was too old. I was too messed up. Like I was going to be the way I am, but also Dexter turned out to be the same way. Blah, blah, blah. Um, you, you want to answer that? You want to answer that? <laughs> um, I just wonder, like, I don't think Dexter passes on anything genetically to. Maybe not, but I think that if you are Dexter, you have to wonder. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh my God, is is our kid going to be the loudest kid on the street? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> right, right, yeah. You already know that. Because of you, right. Yeah. Right. But, you know, you have to think like, oh my God, is my kid going to have this? I hope not. I, I guess, and, and you know, am I, would I be into video games if I wasn't playing them so much as a kid? Like my father making me, not making me, <laughs> uh, playing video games with me. Or what if he like, you know cars right you know i'm not that really into cars but i don't know that whole deal um back at the beach dexter sees nathan again 
And that is just way too much coincidence. Yeah. No, I know. I don't know how Dexter right there isn't smashing his camera. Yeah. And it's like, I dare someone to say to me, but what also are you too, doing to this Miami's man? so big. How do you run into this guy for a split <laughs> second at the grocery store and then at the beach? You're saying from like Dexter should have known better. No, I'm just saying that it was like it was like kind of far fetched. Well, he was following them. Well, right? I, I don't know. I I think it's completely coincidental if you're Dexter thinking about it. But Nathan, I think he was there on purpose. Oh, okay. Right? I don't know. I mean, I th- I think it was never. Uh, all right. So so I'm with you. Uh, let's let's. And I always say you got to take a little bit of logic out of the Dexter show. Let's assume he was following them. Okay. Because I mean, I'm with you. How big? How big is? You know, yeah. the beach. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, try ever going to the same beach twice, you know? Right. Um, and this is sort of where, like, the, the last line of the episode is, like, you know, in a land of predators, the line never feels the jack fears the jackal. And Nathan being the jackal here, you know? Uh, Dexter and Rita do pregnant yoga. One of the more comedic moments of the show, do you think? Yeah. Oh, so you didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> What did he say? Like, this is the worst moment of my life. And then he's like, nope, nope, this is. Yeah. He didn't laugh when he was like, I could totally kill this woman before I was I cracking up. Oh, my God. Um, I think within our relationship, I've done more yoga than you have. You definitely have. Yeah. Yeah. I'm nice. not I'm not a yogi. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely not a yogi either. I'm not opposed to it. I, You know what? It's one of those things that when you go into a yoga class... Every person's got their personalized mat with their name on it. They got the cool yoga outfit. They all got their yoga friends. And then there's like you. Not you, but you, you know? And it's like, oh God, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm going to fart. I'm going to like, you know, like you're just like, I feel like yoga is very intimidating. Do you remember when you farted on air? Yes. Hey Roxanne, <laughs> I so I so confidently answered that, like as if it was a normal question. That I as I was saying yes, I realized what I was saying yes to. Uh, back to Nathan. If you remember where Dexter comes to visit him on that pier, that was Shoreline Village. Yeah, that's we were. Uh, you were arguing with your bank there, right? What was it? You couldn't <laughs> log in. Let's talk about everything. <laughs> what happened there? Yeah, I couldn't log in. Was that it? Yeah. I had to change my password. What was it? Oh, did you not like capitalize? So that's funny. I don't know. It's stupid. <laughs> I always forget my passwords. You know my passwords. I don't. Um, wouldn't you be scared shitless if you're Nathan? Yeah. Like definitely. First of all, you are. You're a known sex offender. Yeah. You're registered. Yeah. Remember, because Dexter was able. So to- you know what? Really fast though. Sorry, I'm cutting you off now. Huh. But if if he was following Dexter, listen to that. And Dexter, and when he, Dexter sat down. He said, like, hi, do I know you? And and now you could, like, say that, you know, to, to see more whatever. But this guy really doesn't seem to know Dexter. Why would he? Because you said he was following him on the beach. But he doesn't want... Yeah, but he doesn't want to make that seem like he's following them. Like, if I'm, if I'm stuck, if I'm a guy trying to court you as a woman... And I like I run into you. It's like, oh, do I? Are you from around here? But it's like I know damn well you're from around here, and I just stalked all your shit on Facebook. I guess Nathan can't be like, oh, I know who you are, your daughter. Ooh, okay, <laughs> right? Okay. He kind of has to be like, what the? Who the fuck are you? What are you doing? Right. You know, okay. and and like he says, he's like, I know what you're doing. And Nathan's like, I- I'm not doing anything. What are you talking about? He has to. He can't. Okay. You know, I I didn't feel as if Nathan was coming across like like I believed Nathan that he really didn't know who Dexter was. Did you also believe him when he was like, 
I did a horrible mistake one time a long time ago. Well, no, no, I'm seriously like, asking. No. I, 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 I meant like I'm trying to move no. the conversation forward. Um, there's an idea, right? Like he could have been taking pictures for his own pleasure. Didn't necessarily have to be the kids, right? You know, um, you know. You ever have a kid run up to you in the store, just? Like you know, like kids, kids the way kids are. Yeah, like it totally could have been a yeah. coincidence. I think it's, I think it's sort of like the relief of the episode when we find out he's looking at pictures, right? You know, and the way Dexter just sees it, and we'll get there. Um, but I, I guess, I guess my point is here, like twice Nathan has run into Dexter. Yeah, and he's, I think he's following them. We could talk. Well, we've talked about it. And my thing is like, how are you not not doing this? Like, yeah. Why would you destroy? I mean, but again, I guess that's like an, an, an addiction, right? Being a pedophile and all that. For sure. And I think that if you have like those tendencies, like lying is like nothing compared yeah. to being a pedophile. So like, you know, that's easy to do. And I guess these are like problems prison can't solve. Right. <laughs> you know, um, the whole mental issue thing. We don't yeah. have to get into it. Uh, Deb Dexter, I'm sorry invites Deb for coffee and he orchestrates this whole plan uh, to lead Deborah to Tegan. Um, do you think, so here where Deb is just like, what, you know, Dexter's still undecided and yeah. she's like, no, what the hell are you talking about? Of course you're going to be a father. Like, shut up. You're going to be a yeah. father whatever. Do you think she's a little too hard on Dexter? No, there? I think that she's family and I think that if anyone's going to be hard on you, especially in something like that circumstance, you need it needs to be your family yeah and it, and it should be your family you know what i mean like yeah. if someone's gonna be hard on you and not sugarcoat it it should be your family and yeah. i really liked that that whole conversation and all that dialect and stuff i thought that was cool yeah uh it probably Did you is- think that she was too hard N- no I-, I think it's more like could you imagine how frustrating it probably is to have dexter as your brother right like, what are you talking you're like you're you're uh, what is he he's above 35 Rita's great. Right. You get along with the two kids. Yeah. Like, what are you now going to end? What are you yeah. not? You're not going to be a father. Like, yeah. get out of here. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, and like he says, like, this isn't about you anyway. Yeah. Like, you know. Um, Who's it about? That's <laughs> that. Yeah. That was like. <laughs> it must be so frustrating know, to have Dexter yeah. as a fuck a friend, a, a yeah. sibling. You yeah. Know, to just, you know, whatever. But uh, I think that that's why Deb is so good for him because Deb doesn't. Sure sugarcoat it you yeah. know when it comes to him and like deb probably keeps him a lot more on the straight and narrow than right. we even see even in the show you know what i mean because yeah like she's like what are you talking about like, you can't do you know what i mean like inconsequentially what's the word i'm looking for on um unintentionally she like l- makes dexter not confess to being the bay Harbor butcher last season right just being by like Dexter, you're my strength. Yeah. Like, holy shit, this is more than about me. This is about every, you know what I mean? Right. If I go down, I'm, I take family right. down, you know? Uh, back to some of Dexter and Miguel. De- Dexter and Miguel meet under this Queensway Bridge. And again, this is like walking distance to almost everything this episode. Um, you know, Miguel says something that's pretty thought-provoking to Dexter. Miguel realizes Dexter got the entire department off the case, mm-hmm. right? What did he do? <laughs> he did. I thought he. I thought he did something. I thought that's what when Miguel comes to him and he's like, "Hey, I realize you were the one who." So we totally 
had to pause the episode and the magic of the pause button we are back we had to figure out how the hell miguel knows that they threw freebo off the case so once deb finds tegan yeah they start tracing calls and searching out freebo's uh alibis and turns out that when tegan was killed uh one of these other women this is a problem with a show when they don't they tell you they don't show you said they were spending all day in free in bed with freebo okay there's no way freebo could have killed tegan and he assumed made some calls which why would he be calling her if he had just killed her right so that's sort of right all that so miguel you know comes to dexter and he's like I know that was you who got them off, you know, off the the case of Freebo and being that Freebo's dead. Stop searching for, you know, they got to make them start searching for Freebo, right? Um, So Miguel realizing Dexter got the department off the Freebo case. If you push that further, Dexter controls Miami Metro. Yeah. (laughs) Like he's spinning and he yeah. says it last season, like I'm spinning this web of like everyone in it, right. you know, but if you kind of look at three seasons now, Dexter, first season, he literally could have been like, I know what the Bay, um, ice truck killer is. Yeah. And he would have not said I'm the Bay Harbor yeah. butcher, but like, and again, same thing here. He has, he controls Miami Metro and totally. it, when you like look at it like that, like God, Miami Metro is so incompetent. Yeah. You know? Awful. Um, so as Miguel tries to make men's with Dex, get him to trust him. Wouldn't this send up warning signs for Dexter? Like Miguel is trying. It's almost like cringeworthy how hard Miguel is trying to get Dexter's trust. Definitely. And also, if I was Miguel, I would not care how, you know, how much you want to earn someone's trust. I would not be giving up that shirt. Well, you know, it's the equivalent of like if you caught me cheating and I was like, here's all my passwords. Like, what else could I give you to prove to you I'm not cheating? No, but I'm saying like, he's like, you know, you know what will get you to trust me? Here's the shirt that directly implicates me. Right. So if one day I, whatever you have this, you know, how how else can you get, you know, someone to trust you? I'm with you though. Like, yeah, I'm kind of all for, I'm all for myself here, you know? Um, But he's just dying for Dexter's friendship and trust, you know? Uh, I guess I just wonder why is he dying for it so badly? You know, uh, that's a great question that we will answer as the season goes on. Okay, uh, I guess that's where I'm going with him. Why? Yeah, and absolutely. I mean, Miguel has this cloud of what are you up to? Yeah, this entire few, for sure. f- first few episodes. You know, like yeah, a, a big a big question to Miguel thus far: why? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. all of it. You know, yeah. um, our episode ends with Rita asking Dexter to pick up milk, and as Dexter sort of. Uh, what's the word here? I want to say with Nathan stalks him. Anything? Uh, we find out Nathan is just staring at pictures of Aster. Um, could you imagine? Right. I think we all have tendencies. Like I think with literally the snap of a finger, I believe we can turn into like rage. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine? I mean, you don't have children, but you have nephews. I have a nephew. What would you do if no. you were behind them? They didn't know you were there and they were, lo- right? Like, you might become a murderer. Yeah. Just like that. Like, you could, like, feel like, like, you're Like, boiled. what would stop you? Yeah. I mean, you'd punch them. Like, yeah. What, like, do you really think if you're Dexter in that moment? Because here's what's interesting. Nathan's not, he doesn't fit the code. Right. 
he totally he fits Dexter's personal more. But you know, he's not a murderer. Like you know, yeah. he got off for something. But he's or uh, you know, um, I wonder. And again, no, you will we'll never will never be able to know this. And thank God we won't. If you put someone behind the person and it validates the proof, who wouldn't kill? Yeah. Them? You know, it's like the number one thing. It's like, yeah. you, you know, mess with me. That's fine. Don't mess with my children. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as we have, we talked about already the arc, this episode, Dexter is the lion and all of them are his cubs. It's a, you know, just a complete visceral reaction when he sees pictures of uh, Aster thoughts when he stops before he grabs the milk. Did you know what he was doing? Um, not, you know, when he opened the fridge, obviously, right. but not when he, um, not when he initially first stopped. No, not at first. That's one of those moments I wish I could pause it right there. And just like, what are you thinking right now? Cause yeah. he's walking, everything's going normal and he yeah. just stops. Yeah. And there's like a two second pause before he's like, oh yeah, milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and Dexter comes home to Rita and after some chit chat sends positive vibes to his family. Um, Probably one of the sweeter moments on the show. Yeah, definitely. When he's sending positive vibes, you know. Definitely really cool, really cute. And um, Rita seems like just as pleasantly surprised to f- like to see that reaction in him, sure. which is like nice, you know. Like she deserves it; they deserve it. So it was nice. Yeah. Um, how do I say this? Um, well, I-, I guess we'll get there next week. Uh, any other closing thoughts on the episode before we send out this slop of a podcast? Yeah, guys, sorry <laughs> about this episode. This was just not our, our... I, was, I was really excited to talk about this episode too. This is just not... So apparently we trashed last week. Why? What does that mean? I mean? No, I mean like we like, we were down on last week's episode and we oh. kind of were. I didn't, I thought this episode was like fun, a good watch. I, I wasn't down on this right, as much right, as right, I was previous right. episodes. Uh, it sucks that our podcast came out so crappy. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, Next week we'll be better. Yeah, we'll we will up. be better. Uh, we could talk about some engagement because Dexter proposes Ooh. to uh, Rita. That's fun. And with that being said, we will be back next week. And sorry for this podcast. Adios. Adios.